Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Hi guys, what is up? I'm super high energy right now. I always like that. I drop my kid off, I come home, I'm all alone, so now I'm happy. (laughs) Kid free and living the dream, baby. Okay, I've heard a ton of conversations surrounding expectations this week. So as always, I try to keep the information around what you guys want to hear, what can benefit you, what can serve you. Otherwise, like, what am I even doing with my life, right? Um, So, but it's been like across the board, like it's been comments in the group. It's been with clients, um, friends, family, expectations, expectations. So I just take this as like God sending me like Katie, like talk on this. Um, Oh, I have to do my intro. Sorry guys. (laughs) Hey, some of you are new to this group and have never seen me live or seen me speak. So just so you know who I am. Uh, I am Katie May. I am the founder of this wonderful group, Marriage Empowered. I am the CEO and founder of Katie May Coaching. I'm a marriage and relationship coach, and I specialize in helping high-performance women have the marriages and relationships they really want. So now that I have introduced myself properly, especially because I know some of you guys are catching this on the podcast replay, always, uh, always know if you guys are listening on the podcast, love it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please share it. Please review it. It all helps me tremendously. Uh, not only to obviously, uh, for me (laughs) professionally, personally, but most importantly to know that what I am putting out there is serving you and is helping you. And so those reviews are really how I get that information. Also, if you want to catch the live feed of these podcasts, you can join my free group, Marriage Empowered. So now that that business is all taken care of, I want to talk about expectations and their roles in a marriage, because I don't know how many of you guys I'm just going to speak from my own personal experience with this. The majority of us are taught to not have expectations or lower those expectations, especially within a marriage. We can find that more often than not, the communication, the conversation that people are having around expectations in a marriage is that they are in fact a negative thing in general. So what we end up doing is internalizing this to say like, oh, I just shouldn't have any expectations. I'm just going to get rid of those expectations. And so I can't be disappointed. And so then if something happens, I'll just be happy. And actually my mom used this very narrative so many times in my life because um, funny enough, one of my major um, downfalls (laughs) in my very own relationship is expectations. Uh, And if you are a fellow vacillator like myself, and if you guys don't know what that is, it is from the book and online quiz called How We Love. It is absolutely fantastic. It was designed by a married couple therapist, therapists who are a married couple. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Milan and Kay Yurkovich. 
and they designed this quiz to, uh, it's deeper than the love styles. It helps you understand basically why you are loving and receiving love the way you do based off of your attachment styles, uh, in your early childhood development years, which I'm a human and family development major. So I am totally geeked out on that. And it is awesome how much it helps you understand yourself and your spouse. And I walk all my clients through it. So when we talk about being a vacillator and high expectations, if you guys find out that you are in fact, this or already know this about yourself, expectations are a major issue for us because they're typically pretty high. The reason I want to have this conversation is because I want to change the narrative of how we think about expectations because my mom was totally trying to get me to see that like, Katie, you can't just have these huge high expectations of other people and situations and then be devastated when they don't go the way you want them. So in her messaging, I know what she was trying to accomplish. And she was, she wasn't wrong. Like she wasn't wrong. And it was helpful to me in a lot of different ways and scenarios, because truthfully, we can't control other people. We cannot control our spouse. Right. And so for us to expect them to do certain things or, you know, behave in certain ways on one hand can be disappointing, can lead us into a path and a trend of disappointments, right? Because we have these expectations, but that's not the issue. You guys, that's not the issue. Having expectations is actually a really healthy thing in a healthy relationship. You should have standards for how you are treated, for how he is treated. You should have standards for how you operate within the marriage. If you don't have standards, you cannot hold each other to any standard, right? And part of being in a relationship is accountability. Now, this is, I want to say this the right way because the, the, what we're doing here by saying we should not have expectations or we should lower our expectations is what happens is we mess up even more because we are unaware of what expectations we actually have because we end up shaming ourselves like, oh, no, no, don't have those expectations. Oh, no, you're disappointed because you have those expectations. It's all your fault, right? And what ends up happening is we're not aware of what we're even expecting to begin with. So we walk into a trap of disappointment and set ourselves up for heartbreak and our spouses up for failure. So what if we gave ourselves permission to have expectations, but we took an extreme personal responsibility, a personal responsibility to challenge those expectations? See, we cannot challenge what we are unaware of, right? And, and we, can't, we can't perfect or master something that we're unaware of. And more often than not, when I have a conversation with a client, they're totally unaware of their expectations. Their motto is like, no, nah, I don't have any. And I'm like, okay, let's wrap real quick, all right? <laughs> what, what are you expecting from the situation? I, I don't have any expectations. Honestly, I just, I'm just going to see how it goes. Okay, great. And let me just tell you that right now, guys, if you are a client or have been a client of mine, you know, this, like the second I hear anyone say, like, I have no expectations. I'm like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta hop on this train right now and address this because you are setting yourself up for massive failure in this area. And here's why. So I ask, and I say like, well, let me, let me ask you this what could happen in this scenario that would make you really happy? And guys, 
if you're taking notes, uh, which I highly recommend you do, if you're taking notes, write these questions down, because th this is stuff I specifically practice personally myself to this day to make sure that I am checking myself and managing my own personal expectations of other people and my husband in my life, right? So what you're going to this conversation, you have no expectations, but if I ask you, what could happen in this conversation that you like, what would need to happen in order for you to consider it to be a success? And then when she would stop and think about it, she'd be like, oh, well, I mean, I guess if success would look like him, um, saying he understands me, uh, you know, showing me compassion, like maybe a hug, uh, and then just not trying to fix it. You know, like, I don't, I don't need his advice. I don't need him to fix me. I just want him to show me compassion and, and maybe even give me a hug and, and then just leave it, like, just leave it at that. I'm like, okay, okay. So that's success for you. Great. What is, um, what's an example of a failure here? Right. And then she proceeds to say like, yeah, like I said, if he just tries to fix it or if he comes in and tells me I'm wrong or tries to convince me otherwise, like, I really can't stand when he does that. And I'm like, okay, you have expectations, right? She's like, well, yeah, but I don't want to like go into it thinking that he's going to do the right thing. And then like be disappointed when he doesn't. And I'm like, okay, but that's an okay hope and desire to have. See, now we can challenge this. Now we know what she's really expecting from this conversation between her and her husband. And don't you think he might like to know? It's like, it doesn't occur to us that like, maybe they want to know what we're expecting. Ladies, they don't know what goes on up here. Okay. <laughs> they don't. They never will, like, unless we let them in on it. That's part of our personal responsibility. And it's not to say, oh, hey, I'm going to show, I'm, this is, these are my expectations of you. And so now he has a complete and total responsibility to follow through on them because you've told them what your, your expectations are, but it's a start and it's, and you're able to decide, hey, is this a, is this a reasonable expectation for me to have of my spouse? You can't, you can't challenge that if you're too busy telling yourself not to have any, right? So I want everyone here to start giving themselves permission to have expectations, but challenge them. Don't just say, yep, these are my expectations. And I'm going to tell you what they are. And you have to follow them now. That's not what I'm saying. I want you guys to all hear that very clearly. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm saying this because guys, this has been such a struggle of mine. And I didn't even realize it. I told my, myself my whole life and mainly because it did work for me in some certain situations. Like I'm just not going to expect anything. And then I would never ask. And then I would honestly more often than not just be disappointed. And then I would tell myself, I don't have the right to be disappointed because if I'm disappointed, I had an expectation. And then, and then I'd beat myself up even more. And then meanwhile, I'm still resenting my husband. It solved nothing for me. It solves nothing for us, right? The three things that are a pitfall of expectations is how we are managing them, right? They're unspoken. They're unrealized. And they are unchallenged. You guys are so proud of me. I actually took notes before I got on here. So it's not totally just like off the cuff. I know, growth. <laughs> but they're unspoken because if you're not if you're not talking about them, 
then you can't ever know if you and your spouse are on the same page. You can't ever have that opportunity to be vulnerable and share with each other. And that's what the good stuff of marriage is. But if they're unrealized, you don't have anything to talk about. You don't have anything to share, right? And then you also don't have any way of getting what you really truly want in your relationship because you're not going to ask for it because they're not realized. But automatically, guys, it's an, it's an automatic thing that we have. We have expectations from every scenario we walk into, whether we know them or not. It's the decision of whether we decide to actually look at them, right? So that brings me to the unchallenged. So this was a situation where, um, and I honestly, I don't remember the like very, the, the specifics around it, but when I had just started really diving into this myself was when I, um, and I still, I still ask my, like I said, I still ask myself these very questions, uh, like, okay, Katie, we're about to go into mother's day. Oh, snap. <laughs> this is such a good example because Hey, mother's day is next month. So we're about to go into mother's day. You're not allowed. You know, you're, you've been telling yourself you're not allowed to have expectations, but let's get real. You really do. So what are your real expectations? And then ladies, we have to be honest. Okay. We have to be really honest with ourselves, no matter how the, like, you know, spoiled or selfish or whatever comes out. Like we got to be honest because we can't do this work if we're not right. We can't like just make ourselves feel better by denying our actual desires. <laughs> so, uh, in short, I had a pretty lengthy list of what I wanted to take place in order for me to consider my mother's day a success because others had been horrendous in the past and left me heartbroken and my husband very confused. Um, and we've had a lot of fights about those in the past. Now, when I was able to say, okay, this long list of mother's day stuff, right. Is like, um, I don't, I don't want to mom at all, right. No momming at all on this day. It is a complete mom day off. I do not want to, uh, cook a meal. I do not want to prepare a single thing. I want to lay by the pool with a mimosa in my hand. Um, I would like, I'd like to go start the morning off with church. I would like to have a nap. I would like, <laughs> and, uh, maybe a Manny, a Petty, all these things, right. A meaningful gift from my husband. And it went on and I was like, oh man, like, yeah, these are, so then I could challenge them. Right. So it's like, okay, if I was judging myself for these, like, can I challenge, is this expectation realistic? And what about this expectation is realistic and what about it is not right. And so then I can start getting really honest with myself and what really would be a nice thing for me to ask for. That's not really crazy. That is realistic that I would truthfully be very pleased with the fact that it is happening for me and my husband, right? Like I'm going to be pleased with him and, and be specific because ladies saying like, I just want mother's day to be special. I just, I just don't, I just don't want a mom all day. That is not specific enough. You would think, but it's not okay. Not wanting a mom all day. is not specific enough. I know I've tried. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to help you guys out here. Okay. Bear with me. But when it came down to it of like, 
Hey, I don't, I really, what not momming looks like for me is because truthfully, I love my son. And while I love a break, I still want to be around you guys. And that was just true for me. So I was like, but I don't, I don't want to cook. I really don't. I want the whole day off cooking. I don't want to prepare a meal. Um, and if that means that my husband orders out, or if he decides to cook a meal, that would be amazing. And I truthfully do just want to have some, uh, go to church and have some pool time, right? Um, with the memos in my hand. That's truthfully, like, ideally what I would love. Relaxation. I don't want to cook. Um, and I want us to all go to church and, you know, be happy. But that was another, another thing that I had to check because my husband's emotions were actually a really big, important thing for me as far as my expectations, because not only did I want what I wanted, but I also wanted him to be happy and joyful about all of that because he should be. <laughs> if you guys don't know me well enough, um, that's a heavy emphasis on sarcasm. So uh, and if you, if you do, you know, so when we're talking about this is having an expectation for somebody else's emotion is such an awesome thing to realize because that is an unreasonable expectation, but you really do need to allow yourself to admit that before you can really properly check that. Right. And it's a very big red flag of a lack of emotional boundaries which we cannot put into place if we are not aware that we have those expectations to begin with, because at the heart of this ladies is it all circles back to having to ask for it and feeling like we shouldn't, which we just need to get over. We really need to get over that. We have to ask, we have to be specific. They don't know what's in our heads and we can only do all of this very productively. If we are first taking the radical self-responsibility to realize and communicate and challenge our expectations. Guys, the reason why expectations are also really good in a healthy marriage is the standards, right? I kind of skimmed over this at the beginning. Having a standard of how you are going to be treated by your spouse is an important one. Calling our spouse, this can be an empowering thing, right? Is if this is, hey, we agreed as, as a married couple that like I, I should go to work every day. You should go to work every day. We should be contributing successful members of society. We should help each other with the household chores. We should help each other out with our children. So having those expectations and standards for each other and what that partnership looks like is important because the truth of the matter is that is what a relationship is. So you need to have those expectations so that we can hold each other accountable for that life that we vowed to live together. Now, it also means that that's a continuing conversation. Remember that like one time you guys maybe did premarital classes for any of you guys who did, and you sat down and you talked about how the chore list was going to be split up or who was going to be in charge of finances. And, and you talked about it once and then never revisited it ever again in your relationship, other than to complain or shame your spouse for not following through on that one conversation you had when you had no idea what the hell marriage was going to look like. 
we got to revisit this stuff. Life changes constantly. So this is all wrapping it all up to say is like, we have to have expectations for each other. Um, A very important, very important piece of this was at my husband and I's one of our worst times together was after our son was born. I was now retrospectively looking back at that suffering from postpartum depression i felt numb i felt disconnected i was very high functioning because i was still getting up out of bed and and doing things um but i justified it and i was truly unaware of it i just thought as like i went from working to being home and now i have a baby and a complete life appall like right i don't do all change i justified it i said like this is just what mom life's like i'll work out i'll be happy like I just got to figure this out. And I pushed through. Um, And my husband and my husband and I really like really struggled because of this, but in a huge area too. And I want to say this in a way that I'm not blaming him because I'm not like, it's not, it's not his fault, but if he would have uh, our, our communication styles is I am, I'm all about the conflict in my marriage. Like I'm hash it out, talk it out. But the thing is, is I would steamroll him so often in our communication, um, that he was, and he was so avoidant of conflict with me. I did not create a safe space for him to come and share vulnerable feelings with me. And he also on his end was avoidant of conflict and therefore chose not to, confront me about some of my behaviors and my actions and how I was coming across during that time when what I really needed was somebody to hold me to that standard because it was a standard of living that I myself want to live at right I was not just making life uncomfortable for him but I was not living the life that my husband who knows me better than anyone else in my life because that's what we do as husbands and wives no one else is living with us except for our kids and they're not going to hold us accountable so my husband had an opportunity to say hey Katie I really think that this is this is just not who you are this is not this is not who you who I know you want to be because I know you and I love you and you're a special kind awesome person. And and you're not, you haven't been that way lately. And I know that's not something you would ever do intentionally, right? That's the kind of language I needed to hear in that moment to wake me up. I want, I needed somebody to hold me to that standard, right? And that would be that that's a perfect, acceptable expectation for my husband to have is for me to speak respectfully to him. That's an, oh, that is a completely acceptable expectation. If I'm not able to do that, if I am finding it so hard to have a conversation that I'm not being respectful to him, then I need to get myself some help. And that's an okay expectation for him to have and communicate with me. Because when we're really truly loving our spouse, it's not about just tolerating crap. It's not about just putting up with poor behavior and choices in our marriage. It's not about the flip side of that, which is shaming and being disrespectful and rude to our spouse when they do those things. It's about holding each other accountable, but still doing it respectfully, talking to their higher level of self. Hey, I, the benefit of the doubt, right? My OBS method, own your shit, benefit of the doubt, seek to understand 
you can seriously come to them and say, Hey, I, I know, like we talked about this and I know this is what you and your heart desire to strive for and live up to. But like, I honestly, like, I know that you, you haven't been, and I know that's not how you want to live your life. And so I'm concerned for you. I want you to live the life you really want. And I know it directly impacts me. So how can I help support you? What can we do together? Right? So ladies, I, I, and, and, you know, guys, if you're listening, I really do. I just, I hope that this makes sense. I hope that this hits home. I hope that you guys can start giving yourselves permission to have expectations, but challenge yourself and make sure that they are healthy ones. And if you don't know what are healthy expectations to have for your spouse, that was a model for you, or you have a history like myself of unrealistic expectations, and you're trying to balance it out without just like totally wiping them away. Um, that's, that's my job. That's my job. That's what I do. That's what I help women do all the time. And there are lots of professionals out there. I know some excellent male coaches that can help men as well. So please just reach out. If that's something that you're looking to work through and work on, it can absolutely be a game changer in your relationships uh, across the board, right? If you master it with the most important relationship you have, your husband who sees the good, bad, and ugly, you're going to be able, it's going to trickle into every one of your relationships and it will transform your life. It's so powerful, but it's got to start at home. It's got to start within. All right, guys, I'm going to let you go. I hope you found value from this. Please feel free to comment below. Um, I'll be happy to answer any questions you have as well. And I look forward to hearing, uh, seeing you and talking to you. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I hope to see you back here soon.